Section 19 of Modern Magic. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Modern Magic by Maximilian Shell de Vere. Section 19 Magnetism, Part 2. The highest degree, but rarely developed, in specially favored persons, consists of perfect clairvoyance accompanied by a sense of indescribable bliss. In this state, the spiritual and moral features of the patient assume a form of highest development. Visions are beheld, remote and future things are discerned, and other persons may be influenced, even if they are at a considerable distance. It is in this condition that persons in magnetic sleep exhibit in the highest degree the magic phenomena of magnetism. The latter are generally accompanied by a sensation of intense light, which at times becomes almost painful and has to be allayed by the physician, especially when it threatens to interfere with the unconscious conversations of the patient. This enjoyment has, however, to be paid for dearly, for it exhausts the sleeper, and in many instances it so closely resembles the struggle of the soul when parting from the body in death that dissolution seems to be impending. Somnambulists themselves maintain that such magnetic sleep shortens their lives by several years and has to be interrupted in time to prevent it from becoming fatal recollection rarely survives magnetic sleep but after awakening vague and indistinct impulses continue which stand in some connection with the incidents of such sleep a well-known magnetizer molisseau once ordered a patient while sunk in magnetic sleep to go on the following day and call on a person whom she did not like the promise was given reluctantly but not mentioned again after she awoke to test the matter the physician went accompanied by a few friends on the next day to that person's house and to their great surprise the patient was seen to walk up and down anxiously before the door and at last to enter visibly embarrassed molisseau at once followed her and explained the matter she told him that from the moment of her rising in the morning she had been haunted by the idea that she ought to go to this house till her nervousness had become so painful as to force her to go on her unwelcome errand the power to perceive things present without the use of the ordinary organs and to become aware of events happening at a distance has been frequently ascribed to an additional sense possibly the common sense of aristotle its fainter operations are seen in the almost marvellous power possessed by bats to fly through minute meshes of silk nets stretched out for the purpose even when deprived of sight and to find their way to their nests without a moment's hesitation cuvier ascribed this remarkable power to their exquisitely developed sense of touch which would make them aware of an almost imperceptible pressure of the air but while this might explain their avoiding walls and trees it could not well apply to slender silk threads another familiar illustration is found in the perfectly amazing ability often possessed by the blind or blind and deaf persons who distinguish visitors by means neither granted nor known to their more fortunate brethren it is generally believed that in such cases the missing senses are supplied by a superior development of the remaining senses but even this assertion has never yet been fully proved nor if proved would it supply a key to some of the almost marvellous achievements of blind people this new or general sense seems only to awaken in exceptional cases and under peculiar circumstances that it never shows itself in healthy life is due to the simple fact that its power is then obscured by the unceasing activity of the ordinary senses 
a peculiar and as yet unexplained feature of this power is the tendency to ascribe its results not to ordinary organs but by a curious transposition of some other part of the body so that persons in magnetic sleep believe as the magnetizer may choose that they see or smell or hear by means of the fingertips the pit of the stomach the forehead or even the back of the head it is true that savants like alfred maury and dr Michea ascribe these new powers only to an increased activity of the senses but nothing is gained by this reasoning as such an astounding increase of the irritability of the retina or the tympanium is as much of a magic phenomenon as the presumed new sense the simple explanation is that it is not the eye which sees nor the ear which hears but that images and sound waves are carried by these organs to the great nervous centre where we must look for the true source of all our perceptions if in magnetic sleep the same images and waves can be conveyed by other means the result will be precisely the same as if the patient was observing with open eyes and ears a lady treated by despine thus heard with the palm of her hand and read by means of the fingertips which she passed rapidly over the letters presented to her in her sleep at the same time she invariably ascribed the sensations she experienced to the natural senses flowers for instance laid down unseen by her so as to barely touch her fingers caused her to draw in the air through the nostrils and to exclaim how sweet that is and if objects were placed against the sole of her foot she would often exclaim what is that i cannot see it distinctly somnambulists can hence carry on domestic work in the dark with the same success as in broad daylight and a patient whose case has been most carefully investigated could hem the finest linen handkerchiefs by holding the needle to her brow high above her eyes thus persons have seen by means of almost every part of the body a fact which has led more than one distinguished physiologist to assume that under special circumstances all the papillae of nerves in the epidermis may become capable of conveying the sensual perceptions ordinarily assigned only to certain organs as the eye or the ear even this supposition however would not suffice to explain the ability possessed by some magnetized persons to see and hear by means of their fingers even without touching the objects or when separated from the latter by an intervening wall the highest magic phenomena connected with magnetic sleep consists in the perception of hidden things and in the influence exercised over persons at a distance only a few of these can be explained by natural laws and by the increased power of the senses frequently granted to peculiarly constituted or diseased persons the senses on the contrary cease to operate and man for a time becomes endowed with a higher power which is probably part and portion of his spiritual being as made after the image of the most high but obscured and rendered inoperative by the subjugation of the soul to the earthen body nor is this power always under his control as if to mark its supernatural character the patient very often perceives what is perfectly indifferent to himself and is forced almost against his own will to witness or foresee events the bearing of which he cannot discern generally therefore the importance of these revelations is of less interest than the manner in which they are made which is invariably of the kind we call magic this is still further attested by the difficulty which is almost always felt of translating them as it were into ordinary language and hence the many allegoric and symbolic forms under which they are made known future events are often not seen but read in a newspaper 
or heard as recited by strangers in other cases they are apparently imparted by the spirits of deceased persons a very frequent form is the impression that the soul leaves the body and pursuing the track of a person to whom the magnetizer points with all the fidelity and marvelous accuracy of a well-trained dog finally reaches him and sees him and his surroundings nor is the distance a matter of indifference like the ordinary senses this new sense also seems to have its laws and its limits and if the task is too heavy and the distance too great the perception remains vague and indefinite most important of all is the fact that unlike spiritual visions magnetism never enables the sleeper to go beyond the limits of our earthly home on the other hand time is no more an obstacle than space and genuine somnambulists have seen past and future events as well as distant scenes mistakes however occur here as with all our other senses as healthy persons see amiss or hear amiss so magnetic sleepers are also not infrequently mistaken errors to which they are all the more liable as the impressions received by magic powers seem to have to be translated into the language adapted to ordinary senses among somnambulists of this class alexis is one of the best known and has left us an account of many experiments in his explication du sommeil magnétique alexis was once put into magnetic sleep by a friend of dr mayo and then ordered to go to Bopard on the rhine and look for him alexis after some hesitation stated that he had found him and described although he had never seen him before his appearance and dress not only but also the state of mind in which he was at that moment all of which proved afterward to be perfectly correct alexis declared that his perceptions varied very much in clearness and that his power to see friends at a distance depended largely on the affection he felt for them in all instances his magic powers were far inferior to those of his natural senses although they never misled him as the latter had done occasionally in the bibliothèque du magnetisme animal a remarkable case is reported as attested by undoubted authority the english consul baldwin was in seventeen ninety five visited by an italian improvisatore who happened to have a small medicine chest with him in the consul's kitchen was a little arab a scullion who suffered of a harassing cough and whom his master magnetized in order to cure him while in his sleep the boy saw the medicine chest of which he had known nothing before and selected among the vials one with sugar of agrimonium which relieved him of his troubles the italian thereupon asked also to be magnetized fell promptly asleep and wrote in this condition with closed eyes a poem praising the art of magnetism haddock's famous subject emma actually accomplished once the crucial test of all magnetic phenomena she proved the value of magnetism in a question of money in the year eighteen forty nine three notes amounting to six hundred fifty pounds had been deposited in a bank and disappeared in the most unaccountable manner one of the clerks confessed that although he had received them wrapped them up in paper and placed them with a parcel of other notes he had forgotten to enter them regularly in the books no trace could be discovered at last the magnetized subject was consulted and after some little time declared that the notes were lying in a certain room inserted in a certain panel which she described so accurately that upon search being instituted the missing notes were found and the clerk's character was cleared dr barth magnetized in eighteen forty six a lady who was filled with anxiety about her husband in america from whom she had not heard for a long time after having been put into magnetic sleep several times 
she once exclaimed god be thanked my poor husband is better i am looking over his shoulder and see him write a letter addressed to me which will be here in six or seven weeks he tells me that he has been ill for three months two months afterwards she actually received such a letter in which her husband informed her of his three months illness and regretted the pain he had probably caused her by his protracted silence a young lady magnetized by robert napier in his house in edinburgh not only described her parents house as it appeared at the moment but also the home of a miss b in new south wales where she had never been in the garden of the house she saw a gentleman accompanied by a lady in black and a dog of light color with dark spots upon inquiry it appeared that colonel b the father of the young lady had at that time actually been in the garden with his wife and his dog although some of the minor details proved to have been incorrect she also gave a minute and accurate account of the upper stories of napier's house where she had never been but recognizing everything only gradually and correcting the mistakes which she had at first committed thus she spoke of napier's old aunt as dressed in dark colors after a while she exclaimed oh now i see she is dressed in white it appeared afterward that the old lady had been sitting in a deep armchair overshadowed by the back of the chair the gaslight being behind her just at that moment however napier's wife had come up the aunt had leaned forward to speak to her and thus being brought into the light had revealed her white nightdress this case is particularly interesting as proving that the perceptions of somnambulists are dependent upon conditions similar to those which govern the ordinary senses according to such high authorities as hoefland and others magnetic sleep enables persons to see the interior of the bodies of others he himself heard one of his female patients a woman without any knowledge of anatomy describe quite accurately the inner structure of the ear and of certain other parts of the body it seems to have been well ascertained that she had never had an opportunity of reading such a description even if her memory had been retentive enough to enable her to recall and recite what she had thus chanced to read the clairvoyant alexis once saw through the clothing of a visitor a scar and after gazing at it in his sleep for a long time he came to the conclusion that it was the effect of a dog's bite and finally stated all the facts attending the accident of which the scar was the sole remaining evidence even historical predictions made in magnetic sleep are not wanting the death of a king of Württemberg was thus foretold by two somnambulists who were under medical treatment and who warned their physicians well-known and trustworthy practitioners of good standing of the approaching event the king's death took place without being preceded by any serious illness and in the manner minutely predicted by one of the patients a confirmation which was all the more striking as the prediction had been made in the presence of a number of distinguished men among whom were a minister of the kingdom and several divines another case is that of the swedish king gustavus vasa who was assassinated in seventeen ninety two by ankerstrom accompanied by his physician he once called as count haga upon a patient treated by aubrey a pupil of mesmer she recognized him immediately although plunged in magnetic sleep told him that he suffered of oppressions of the chest the effect of a broken arm and foretold him that his life was in danger and that he would be murdered the king was deeply impressed and as his physician expressed doubt and contempt in his face he desired that the latter should be put in rapport with the patient no sooner was this done than the physician's eyes fell he sank into magnetic sleep 
and when after some time he was aroused he left the room in great agitation an occasional phenomenon of magnetic sleep is the improvement of the language of patients this appears not only in the case of well-educated persons whose diction assumes often a high poetical form but far more strikingly in unlettered and ignorant patients who suddenly manifest an unexpected familiarity with the more refined form of their native tongue and not infrequently even with idioms of which they have previously had no knowledge whatsoever all these different symptoms have been authenticated by numerous and trustworthy witnesses humble peasant women have used the most elegant forms of their native language travellers have unexpectedly recovered the use of idioms once known to them but long since forgotten and finally a real gift of languages has unmistakably enabled patients to use idioms with which they had previously never come in contact this phenomenon develops itself occasionally into poetical improvisations of considerable merit and the beautiful music which many hear in magnetic sleep or just before dying as if coming from another world is in like manner nothing but a product of their own mental exaltation thus persons who spoke merely a local dialect and were acquainted with no other form of their mother tongue when placed in magnetic sleep would speak the best english or german as if their mind freed from all fetters resumed once more the original task of forming the language in accordance with their heightened capacities little children whose education had scarcely begun have been known to recite verses or to compose speeches of which they would have been utterly incapable in a healthy state and of which they had afterwards no recollection mcnish mentions a young girl who when magnetized always fell back into welsh which she had spoken as a child but long since forgotten and lausanne mentions one of his patients a creole who had come at the age of five to france and late in life when magnetized spoke no longer french but the miserable patois of her early years a young tanner in england also though utterly uneducated like the peasant boy of puysegur was able in magnetic sleep to speak german whenever another person at such a time spoke to him in english his lips began at once to move and he translated what he heard into fair german verses it must not be overlooked that the gift of singing and of using poetical language often of great beauty is not unfrequently developed in fever patients also and in insane persons insensibility to impressions from without is another phenomenon which magnetic sleep has in common with many other conditions it is produced by anaesthetics like chloroform and ether by utter exhaustion in consequence of long suffering as was the case with martyrs and prisoners subjected to torture and by excessive loss of blood but in magnetic sleep it reaches a higher degree than under other circumstances cataleptic patients and even clairvoyants in moments of greatest excitement seem to be in a state in which the nerves cease to act as conveyors of impressions to the brain this has often led to unwarrantable abuse physicians under the pretext of scientific investigation inflicting severe injuries upon their patients utterly unmindful of the fact that however great the momentary insensibility may be the sense of pain returns at the instant of reawakening on the other hand physicians have taken advantage of this state of unconsciousness of pain in order to perform serious operations the first instance of a surgical operation being attempted while the patient was in mesmeric sleep 
was that of madame platon a lady of sixty-four years who suffered of cancer in the breast a mr chapelain prepared her by throwing her for several days into a trance by means of the usual mesmeric passes she then manifested the ordinary symptoms of somnambulism and conversed about the impending danger with perfect calmness while she contemplated it when conscious with the utmost horror and apprehension on the twelfth of april eighteen twenty four she was again thrown into a trance and the painful and dangerous operation accomplished in less than a quarter of an hour while she conversed with the surgeon the famous dr ploquet and showed in her voice her breathing and her pulse not the slightest sign of excitement or pain when the wound was bound up she awoke but upon hearing what had taken place she became so violently excited that the magnetizer had to cause her once more to fall asleep under his passes and yet in spite of this brilliant success when dr warren of boston asked the great surgeon why he had never repeated the experiment the latter was forced to acknowledge that he had not dared do it quote, because the prejudice against mesmerism was so strong in paris that a repetition would have imperiled his position and his reputation since that time mesmerism has been repeatedly and almost always successfully employed as an anaesthetic dr james esdell chief surgeon of the presidency of calcutta having reduced the application to a regular method dr forbes reports two cases of amputation of the thigh in magnetic sleep which were successful and similar experiments have been made in england and in india with the same happy result it is probably a feature connected with this insensibility that persons in magnetic sleep can with impunity take unusually large doses of medicine which they prescribe for themselves for magnetic sleep seems to develop as we have stated among other magic phenomena a peculiar insight also into diseases and their remedies although diseases may assume a variety of deceptive forms the predictions made by magnetic patients many months in advance seldom fail to be verified this is a mere matter of instinct for ignorant persons and young children possess the gift in equal degree with the best informed and most experienced patients the remedies are almost exclusively so-called simples a hint of some value to physicians but always prescribed with much judgment and in a manner evincing rare medical tact the dose however is generally twice or three times as much as is ordinarily given magnetic patients prescribed as successfully for others with whom they are placed in rapport as for themselves since a state of perfect clairvoyance enables them to judge of other persons also with perfect accuracy one of the most remarkable cases is mentioned in schopenhauer a consumptive patient in russia directed in her magnetic sleep the attending physician to put her for nine days into a state of syncope he did so reluctantly but during this time her system seemed to enjoy perfect rest and by this means she recovered haddock also cured several persons at a distance by following the directions given to him by a patient of his in her magnetic sleep he handed her a lock of hair or a few written lines which sufficed to put her in rapport with the absent sufferers among the magic phenomena observed in magnetic sleep we must lastly mention ecstatic elevation in the air the giving out of peculiar sounds and the power to produce extraordinary effects at a distance even common somnambulists it is well known 
seem not to be in the same degree subject to the laws of gravity as persons in a state of wakefulness hence their amazing exploits in walking on roofs gliding along narrow cornices or even running up perpendicular walls persons in magnetic sleep have been known to float on fresh water as well as in the sea although they were unable to swim and sank if they went into the water when awake Dupotel saw one of his patients running along the side of his room on a small strip of wood which was merely tacked onto the wall and could not have supported a small weight this peculiar power is all the more fully authenticated as persons have fallen from great heights while in magnetic sleep without suffering any injury but if they are aroused and then fall they invariably become subject again to the natural laws and are often killed this temporary suspension of the law of gravity has been compared with similar phenomena in science thus it is well known that a galvanic stream passing through the coils of copper wire will hold an iron needle suspended within the coils and an iron ball dropped into a glass tube between two powerful magnets will in the same manner remain hanging free in the air the advocates of this theory reason that if magnetism can suspend the law of gravity in metals it is at least possible that it may have a similar power in the human body it has besides been observed that certain affections such as violent nervous fevers increase the weight of sufferers considerably while a state of trance diminishes it even more strikingly with regard to the magic phenomena of increased intelligence abercrombie mentions the case of a girl who as a child heard a relative play the violin with a certain degree of mastery later in life she became his patient and in her magnetic sleep repeated unconsciously some of the pieces in tones very pleasing and closely resembling the notes of a violin each paroxysm however was succeeded by certain symptoms of her disease some years afterwards she imitated in like manner the sounds of a piano and the tones of several members of the family who were fond of singing in such a manner that each voice could be readily and distinctly recognized another year passed and she conversed with a younger companion whom she fancied she was instructing on topics of political and religious interest with surprising ability and a frequent display of wit henceforth she led two different kinds of life when awake she was stupid awkward in her movements and unable to appreciate music in her sleep she became clever and showed amazing information and great musical talents at a critical point in her life when she was twenty-one years old a complete change took place in the poor girl her conversation in her magnetic sleep lost all its attractions she mixed it with improper remarks and a few months later she had to be sent to an insane asylum it is only within the present generation that the power possessed by some men to magnetize animals has been revived although it was no doubt fully known to the ancients and may in part explain the taming of venomous serpents in the east the most remarkable case is probably that of mr jan director of the zoological gardens at milan who charms serpents and lizards in the year eighteen fifty eight he was requested by a learned visitor professor eversman to allow him to witness some experiments he at once seized a lizard behind the head and looked at it fixedly for a few moments the animal lay quiet then became rigid and remained in any position which he chose to make it assume upon making a few passes with his forefinger it closed its eyes at his command 
Mr. Jan discovered his gift accidentally one day when a whole bag full of lizards had escaped from him, and he forced them by his will and his eye to return to his keeping. A Frenchman, Tresseau, exercised the same power over birds, which he exhibited in 1860 in Paris. He magnetized them with his hand and his breath, but as nine-tenths of the poor creatures died before they became inured to such treatment, no advantage could be derived from his talent. A countryman of his, Jacques Pellissier, is reported by the same authority to have been able to magnetize not only birds, which allowed themselves to be taken from the trees, but even hares, so that they remained sitting in their forms and were seized with the hand. End of section 19. Recording by Olivia.